0: so because you've learned those things about yourself obviously you need to understand that these are not yours those comments those words those notions were put there to keep you in the relationship okay they've created guilt Uh.
1: Hello and welcome to Self Talk. I'm Rachel Astarte. Today, my guest is Gloria Bettini. She is on a mission to empower survivors of abusive relationships to free themselves from mental and emotional wounds by finding their authentic self. Good thing you're on this show. She is a survivor herself, and now Gloria is a relationship and self-love coach. Gloria, welcome
0: to Self Talk. Thank you so much, Rachel. I'm very excited. Thank you for having me.
1: Yeah, it's gonna. This is, uh, I've been looking forward to speaking with you. So, um, so there's a lot in your bio. Tell -hmm. us a little bit about how you became a relationship and self-love coach
0: yes so well as 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 it does say in my bio, obviously i'm I'm a survivor myself, so the whole uh, thing obviously ignited from there and uh you know i've been in in uh i was in an abusive relationship for about fifteen years and it was uh not physically abusive but it was very you know emotionally and and psychologically very abusive mm-hmm. and um I didn't actually realize what was happening to me for a very long time right. and uh, after i came out of the relationship i was actually you know i had i started researching and i realized that what happened to me was actually more in the specific narcissistic abuse Uh, um but i didn't know when you know while that was happening and Mm -hmm. all i knew that i is that i felt like something wasn't right that i felt really um not in alignment you know I felt something was really my intuition I believe that always knew my intuition (laughs) always knew that there was something off there yeah um But anyway, so I started seeing a uh, life coach because I was struggling with OCD, which is an anxiety disorder. Mm -hmm. And um, I thought that the OCD was coming from a high pressure job that I had and everything. But then again, after, you know, with the aftermath of everything, I actually realized that it was from the relationship itself. Wow. Yeah. And uh Anyway, so, so by working on my OCD, I, you know, I, I got rid of, of a lot of the, of the, a lot of the compulsions that I had and uh, it gave me clarity. You know, I was actually, my, I had, I had brain space, space <laughs> to actually see what was happening and, uh, and fast forward about, um, you know, 18 months after I started working with my coach, I was actually able to leave the relationship. I, I had... Wow come to a lot of awakenings, you know, to a lot of realizations and, and I decided to leave. And after a few months, you know, people were coming to me telling me that they were inspired. You know, I was sharing my story a little bit and they were saying, Oh, you know, this is such a great thing. You know, more people should be doing this. And And then I was like, I might just as well help them. Yeah, <laughs> you know? right, right. And uh, it, it was so life changing. The, the coaching practice for me was so life changing. And so I spoke to my coach and I asked her if she thought it would be a good idea. And she said that it, she thought it would be a great idea. So uh, she helped me actually found a school where to get my uh, diploma and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, so she was very, very supportive. And then, yeah, then here I am. So I qualified. Uh, and then, I, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So I absolutely love what I do. I, I yeah. love, it, love it. Such a change. I worked in events for ten years, so it was uh, like a completely different story. You know.
1: Sure. Yeah. And and you're getting to help people individually. You know, with their issues. So there is a glaring question that's coming to me immediately. How does one know when they're in a relationship with a narcissist?
0: Yes. So um, first of all, if, if there is something wrong in the relationship and it could potentially be a toxic relationship, you already know, Mm. I can tell you now, you know, you already know, because your instincts, your intuition is telling you something. You might feel shame. You might feel guilt. You might feel that you cannot talk. You might feel that you can't share certain things with other people because, oh, my goodness, what would they think of our relationship? If this is where you're at, then that's a huge sign that there's probably something that you might want to look at, you okay. know? Um and in terms of being in a relationship specific with a, with a narcissist, um, you know, a narcissist, um, the, the, the very definition of, of a narcissist, what, what defines a narcissist is mainly their lack of empathy. Mm. So they would not see anyone apart from themselves, right? right. They would not empathize, they would not understand anybody else apart from themselves. So everything that they do is aimed at getting something in return. And so every relationship that they have is not about the person that they have a relationship with, but it's about what they get out of Mm -hmm. this relationship, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know, and in terms of of a pure narcissist in that way is to feed their ego, you know, to feed their sense of grandiosity, their sense of self, you know, all these sort of things. So it's never about you know in, in a healthy relationship you choose your partner because you're maybe inspired by them or you right. find they you know you find that they add something to your life mm-hmm. um in terms of maybe wanting you know making you want to be the best version of yourself you know some there is something that inspires you but it's about the other person right, right. um it's about something that you like about them um for the narcissist is about oh i feel this you know I get this out of right that, right you know? um so yeah so one of the main things for me um that I've experienced throughout the 15 years in terms of psychological and emotional abuse was gaslighting yes um, that's a big one oh goodness yeah and and gaslighting. Give, us,
1: give us some examples if if you can so that people can recognize it if they're being gaslit themselves
0: yeah absolutely so gaslighting is basically um, it's a very specific technique let's call mm. it um, manip- manipulative te- manipula- sure. technique manipulate oh, oh my goodness my English is failing me <laughs> manipulation technique yes
1: mine, <laughs> manip- mine does all the time sometimes I forget it's my <laughs> native language but
0: go on <laughs> the manipulation technique that they use um, to basically alter your reality in a way right to make you to distort the reality so let's say to give you a very practical example so I would um there were there would be things that concerned me about our relationship and our life together I mean we were married so it wasn't only the the love relationship but it was also you know financial things you know so I would go to him with certain concerns Saying, oh, you know, I I think we've overspent here, or maybe there's something that we need to be looking at over there. And he would just dismiss it with things like, you're imagining it. Uh Yeah. Or, or this is another thing that they do. They, if you open up about your vulnerabilities, which in my case was my anxiety and my OCD, they then use them against you. So, for example, he would say, well, you're just saying this because you have anxiety. (sighs) <sighs> if, you know, so, so that's, that's, of course you see it this way because it's our anxiety, right? When in reality, no, you're actually expressing a concern that you have. Or for example, I remember towards the end of the relationship, I was saying, you know, um, obviously I was married and I, and I do still believe in marriage. Um, I believe that it, it can be a great partnership with the right person. So I didn't just leave, you know, I wanted to make sure that I tried that, yeah. that I, did, you know, my best Um with you know to, to save the relationship so I, I I'm very open I'm, I'm very honest so I just said to him you know I have this feeling like we're going into completely different directions and and I feel like that something is off you know like I don't you know and he would just say to me, oh, you know, those kind of things, it's it's just us, you know, it happens. It's just ups and downs. It's a, just our relationship goes in waves, he would say. Mm-hmm. This mm-hmm. is just a wave that we're, you know, on yeah. and these sort of things. And, and I would, the thing with gaslighting is that obviously you love the person that you're with. Right. Um, so you give it credit. So you say, well, maybe actually, because you don't imagine that they are manipulating you, you don't know. Mm-hmm. So you start saying, well, actually, maybe that's what it is, isn't it? Maybe it is my anxiety. Maybe it is just a phase. Maybe yeah. it is yeah. something that I am just being a little bit too dramatic about, you know? Yeah. Um, and that's how it goes on and on and on for years. Um, yeah. It, it sounds
1: like it's a fine line between, mm-hmm. and, uh, between being manipulated And being a helper in the relationship, for example, we all have problems, right? Every one of us. And so if our partner loves us and says, you know what? I think your father issues are coming up right now. Or I feel like maybe your childhood wounding of other sort, you know, some other sort is coming up right now. And you might want to look at that in a loving way and you go, oh, yeah, maybe that's the case. Thank you. As Mm -hmm. opposed to what sounds like very manipulative behavior mm-hmm. to keep you small, mm-hmm, right? keep you to keep you in your place. Now, what do they get out of that? Would you say generally, I know it's hard to speak for all narcissists, but what do they get out of, um, basically muting you and keeping you in a, in a, in a box in a way?
0: Yeah, for for them, it's about feeding their ego. So it's about, in in the jargon, we call it a supply, the narcissistic Mm -hmm. supply, right? Mm -hmm. So it's that supply that you're always going to be there, that you're always going to feed their ego, and you're not going away. Because to be honest with you, from a, you know, if you think about a, a practical point of view, I was cleaning the house, I was literally running the house, I was looking after our finances, I was, you know you know these are sort of things that you know you might have thought oh I don't want to let go of that you know if there's something that needs to be done you know she just does everything so why not you know but also you know emotionally as well I always um uh I was always very you know open and and understanding but when you do that with the wrong person when you when you do that when you stumble stumble across a a narcissist it really is very dangerous very very dangerous Mm. and for them yes it is indeed something that feeds the ego it's a supply and something that actually shows um the way that they are which is which is a a huge 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 red flag you know sometimes they make you you think like oh i am actually something for this person Mm. Um, and then the relationship finishes and within a week or two they are completely and utterly in love with somebody else. Wow. Mm -hmm. And you're like, how did that happen? (laughs) We were just doing so well. (laughs) Yeah. What's going on? So, you know, it is not, it is not a healthy way. It's not, it's not, not a healthy way, but even it isn't a healthy relationship. It isn't a, it's not, it's always about having that someone there, but it doesn't matter who the person is. Yeah. Just what matters is that there is somebody, right? Uh, Yeah.
1: So if this is, and I would assume that some of the listeners, um, this is making a lot of sense to them. Mm -hmm. What can one do once you've realized you're in a relationship with a narcissist? What can you do?
0: Yeah. The first thing that I recommend um, is try to, to gather some some research you know just just to try just go for example if you just had your realization now is something just clicked for you go and do some more research have a look at what other red flags could be because obviously we don't I mean there's so much to say about this subject but you know um so go do some extra research see exactly what the behaviors could be the red flags even the um the consequences for a survivor or you know for somebody who is experiencing um the narcissistic abuse so so do more research definitely that's the first step and second thing I would say open up to somebody who doesn't know them mm-hmm. um because a narcissist very often would do something that is called a smear campaign mm-hmm. so if they feel threatened so if they feel like you're realizing what's going on yes and you are starting to talk to people and try to you know validate what's going on mm-hmm. um it is very highly likely that they will try to turn other people Against you, and they will try to say, "Oh, look what she's doing! She's doing this, and she's doing right. that, and she's doing that." And it's and that's obviously because they're manipulative, right? So they're mm-hmm. trying to manipulate everybody else, and that can cover be very, their ground. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, yes, mm-hmm. and that can be very, very isolating for you because people that you trusted, um, and it's not their fault. You know, it doesn't mean that they are narcissists as well because they are believing the narcissist. Right. Not at all. Right. Well, means-
1: narcissists are very charming.
0: Absolutely, very charming, very persuasive. Absolutely a hundred percent. So, so talk to somebody who doesn't know them and perhaps even reach out to a professional. Uh, you know, if you can, there's many people who do what I do. Uh, you know, there's coaches, but there's also therapists, you know, right. psychologists and all that. Um, there's many, many resources out there. And, you know, it doesn't cost anything to send a DM to somebody on social media and just say, look, I feel that this is what I'm experiencing it. Mm. What do you think it could be what's, you know, just to get mm-hmm. a bit more reassurance uh, perhaps. And then if you, if you are sure that that's definitely, you know, if, if you took those steps, if you've done some research, if you, if you spoke to somebody already, then I think um, in terms of starting to get out of the relationship.
1: Yeah. That was my next question is you talked about sort of the ramifications of actually leaving a narcissistic relationship. And so, yeah, help, help us walk through that. What does that look like?
0: Yes, so uh, it looks very different for a lot of people because obviously we know that um you know not not everybody is going to experience this in the same way and for some people, there can be physical violence you know there wasn't in any in my case, but I know but you know narcissists can become physically violent as well so so remember that the number one thing, the most important thing in the world is your safety okay yes, no matter absolutely
1: what. Mm-hmm.
0: so if you feel like, you can leave and you like straight away cold turkey you can just leave move out and you have somewhere place to go where they cannot find you they uh, do not have access to or anything like that then if you feel confident in doing that please definitely do so leave mm-hmm. and just leave them behind and just go no contact um otherwise uh prepare yourself to leave mm-hmm. so give yourself time so Uh, And this is, this is, it's gonna, I mean, I believe this is one of the most powerful things that you can do, but with in mind, having your safety in mind, I am going to tell you now pretend if you have to. So if Mm. you, you have to show them that everything is fine, that you have not changed, you know, that you are the same person, but behind the scene, you're starting to do some internal work. Yeah, And you're cutting yourself out a little bit. Maybe you can go to have a session with a counselor or a coach or a therapist yes. once a week without yes. telling, you, you know, or perhaps it could be cutting out 10 minutes, half an hour or an hour a day to do something that is just for you, mm-hmm. that feeds your soul, that just heals, for example, your inner child a little bit, you know, Yes, these are all things that are going to give you strength. Mm-hmm. That are going to bring out your confidence again, that are going to raise your self-esteem yeah. and then yeah. you will feel ready after a while. And it can be weeks, months, however that is, however long is that, that is going to take. Mm-hmm. Um, be patient with yourself and the time will come and you will then be ready to leave. Yeah. Um, But yes, there's I would say these are the two main um, things that I would suggest. Yes. And
1: then Mm -hmm. the aftermath. Right. So so you were married and, you know, um, maybe some of the people who are listening are as well or they're in a long term relationship. Isn't is there a grieving process that happens afterward after you've left somebody that you've been with?
0: Uh, yes. So um, the main thing that happens, and I have experienced this, I have seen this with ninety nine point nine percent of my clients, um, and, I, and just because I never give a hundred percent, so you know, that's yeah, yeah, I hear you 99.9 uh, but but um, they have experienced a loss of identity. Yes, because this very deep manipulation. You see, you they tell you things to make you doubt yourself Mm. and this is especially if you're in a long-term relationship and and also remember that this is somebody that you're in love with so your guard is down right so you're there's there's a lot more trust involved and everything so um the effects are are deeper and and they you know they they come um yeah they are a lot a lot bigger so uh those words that they say to you there's often a lot of insults a lot of the insults disguised as jokes mm-hmm. as well yes oh a yes of, you know there's yep. a lot of being a coward there <laughs> when they right. cannot you know? right. um so those things repeated day in day out during the relationship would have caused you to believe them right. because it's repeated all,
1: information it's patterning it's neural absolutely. patterning
0: Yeah. absolutely yes and our brain is exactly like our abs it learns by repetition so <laughs> the more you do it the more you hear it the more yeah. it's going to remember it so right uh so it's um so because you've learned those things about yourself obviously you need to understand that these are not yours those comments those words those notions were put there to keep you in the relationship okay they've created guilt they've mm-hmm. seen because it was convenient for them to have you yeah. that image it, it's not you it yeah. isn't it really isn't you and so so that process that grieving process you were asking about you're almost grieving that version of you that was created right right it feels very scary to feel empowered again yeah it it's very scary to feel like you can actually walk with your own legs you know it's 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 very different it can be very alienating very scary so definitely there is a little bit of of I think grieving is the right word because you kind of letting go of a part of you that was for a very long time Right. Even if it was created, mm-hmm. you know, even if it wasn't your essence, but you lived with that part of you for a very long time.
1: Yes, it's very much like the inner child work when you're dealing with uh, um, parental neglect or abuse. Yeah, and these, and they're telling you every day, "You're stupid. You're ugly. You're stupid. You're ugly." You move out of the house, and then all that's in your head is, "You're stupid. You're ugly. You're stupid. You're ugly." And you think it's your own voice, but it's not.
0: It's not. Yeah. Right. No, and it's so not.
1: it's a real it's a real adventure to find out who you actually are
0: yes absolutely and that's that's exactly what I was going to say that then once you've um once you've gained the awareness of the fact that that's a version of you that was created that doesn't actually that is not actually who you are Mm -hmm. um then the adventure begins yeah then it's when you are are like okay so I accept that this is not me Mm -hmm. however now I feel really scared because who am I so right. I, uh, right. So you're now experiencing that that complete loss of identity. But to the point, I literally have clients that that have been telling me, Gloria, I stand in a shop, I do not know what to buy. Mm-hmm. I do not know what to buy to put on, you know, for clothes, or I do not want, know what groceries to buy because I don't remember what what is the food that I want to eat.
1: Yeah. How but do you I coach like, around that?
0: Absolutely. Uh, That's reconnecting with your authentic self. So what we said at the very beginning. So once you, once you're supported and you have somebody helping you doing this work, Mm -hmm. then week by week, day by day, you reconnect to that person. And you can do this by peeling off all those layers and letting go of all the things that no longer serve you. Mm -hmm. And week by week, day by day, you just see reconnecting more and more with yourself. And you're then actually to be able to follow your intuition and be like, oh, yes, now I know. Now I'm embracing this person that I am. And this is what I want to be. Right. So it can be scary. Mm-hmm. But also, I mean, aren't you excited when you're in front of a blank canvas? And yeah, you just- I know. Yeah. It's, right? Yeah,
1: it's like the same as a writer, a blank page, you know, it's like, it's, it's scary. It's an, an exciting. I, I liked what you said too. like, even when you're in preparation to leave, mm-hmm. to try to do something for yourself every day that gives you joy. Yeah. I, and I'm, I wonder what you think about this. But if you do start doing that, and you carry that practice through the departure, and the grieving and and the ability to find yourself. You're already contributing to that true yeah. self,
0: and yeah. that's and that's
1: a new habit that you can create. So, in yeah. uh, I, I talk about it as a solitude practice. That's what I try to teach my, with uh, my patients as well. Create a time for yourself that you do something that you love every day, and that's another way I think to to create and find out who you are and and uh, create that being.
0: Absolutely. And that is why it's so important to do in in that preparation phase, because the only thing that's going to give you confidence is yourself. Right. Confidence isn't something that can be given to you by somebody else. Confidence is a state. Mm -hmm. And what makes you feel confident in something that you do with joy is something yeah. that you love and it's something you know I have clients that are like for me I just have to put on music 10 minutes random dancing and yeah. I'm the most <laughs> you I, know, that, I'm the that's most a, definitely people. on my list you know? <laughs> so whatever it is for you um but some people always um are a bit lost with this at the beginning because they don't necessarily know so that's why I always suggest them what did you like to do as a kid? You yes. know, what is something that you enjoyed? And and it's something that I actually did myself when I was coming out of the relationship. And for me, it was reading. I've mm-hmm. always been a very, you know, avid reader. And I um I stopped for years, wow. years when I was in that relationship. And all of a sudden, I felt this need. I was like, I, I need to do something for myself. I'm just going to start buying myself some books because I haven't done it in a very long time. And I loved yeah. it. And the most curious thing, I was buying books. This is the power of the subconscious, but I was buying books that were all about somebody like the main character was having some sort of like emotional struggle or mental struggle, you know, that they had to push through and find themselves and and they had the, you know, the ending. So I was literally learning, seeing myself in those characters. It was so um, beautiful as as much of a time of of loss as it was and right. and of uncertainty as it was, but at the same time it was a beautiful discovery. Indeed, yeah, isn't that
1: amazing how that happens when you open the door and then other doors open <laughs> for you? Yeah, yeah it's, it's incredible.
0: Oh, a great one about that, um actually, because a lot of people are like, "Oh my goodness, if I leave, I don't know what to do." Well, please let this story be your inspiration. So I've um, I decided that I wanted to leave. I didn't have anywhere to go um, because I lived with him in London. Don't have any family here in the UK. So didn't know Uh, my friends have small babies or they lived with other people. So nobody had a spare room or anything. Wow. Um, uh, But I knew that I had to live. Right. I knew that I couldn't take it anymore. I, I have to go out. And the day after I told them that I was going to move out, I called um, the old landlord of a place where we used to to rent when we first came to London. It was a tiny studio flat in Baker Street Mm. and it was all pink. Everything was pink in that studio flat, like curtains, walls, bathroom, everything was pink in that place. So anyway, such a cute place anyway so I called the landlord and I said look uh, Anthony his name is and I said look I I find myself in this situation and I need to leave I you know I I don't have anywhere to go I was wondering if you have any of the flats available and he said Gloria I've had one flat free for a month and I just literally didn't have the time yet to put it on the market do you want it wow I said, yes, please. And he told me, look, give me, can you find somewhere to go for like three weeks? Because I just need to do some works in there and then it's going to be ready for you. And I said, yes, of course, that's, I can do that. But at mm-hmm. least, you know, well, even if I have to stay here for three weeks and then move, yeah. I'll do that. Go to work the night after, I speak to my boss and uh, and I said, look, I'm in this situation, you know, I'm, I'm going to leave, but now I got to wait three weeks and stuff. And he goes, well, we have, as I said, I used to work in events. So there were um, a couple of venues that we had in central London that had rooms for the staff um, in the, in the higher um, stories. Right. And uh, he told me, well, actually we happen to have one of the rooms free. Do you want to go there for just a few weeks so that you're there, you're out of the house and when the flat becomes ready, you go, you know, synchronicity seriously when you do something that is good for you the universe will always 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 have your back yes things work out guys things work out yes take a leap even if you don't know what's gonna happen you will be supported i promise you Mm -hmm. something that's completely unexpected can happen yeah yeah and it's so yeah they yeah. your time, feed your time. Just that's a know. that's
1: a beautiful story, and and I love that. And I always feel that it's really important for us to understand that we are not separate from the universe. So Absolutely. when we when we act on our own behalf, when we are our own advocates, and you put into motion what needed to be done for your well being, that's when your true nature your true self will act in accordance imagine if you hadn't spoken up yeah right if you hadn't you know and and yes it's wonderful that those things were available but you see if as soon as you had the courage to say yeah. i'm doing this thing and i'm letting people know mm-hmm. then all of a sudden um yeah. you know it, it things things come to you and that is this beautiful dance that I think we have with the energy of the universe which is part of who we are
0: yeah you know? yeah oh my goodness I could great agree story <laughs> I I really couldn't agree more and it's so you know I see so many people that don't even ask the question don't even make the phone call because right. they're scared you have nothing left to lose mm. uh, the phone call whether you make it or not sorry if if you make the phone call whatever the answer is going to be you are not going to be worse off than you are now that's right that's right, right. nothing worse is going to happen than this right so make the phone call reach out just just try because actually i pulled a beautiful card the other day um i i don't do tarots um but i uh, because i don't know how to read them otherwise i <laughs> would but I got myself a deck of oracle cards, and oh uh, yeah, those are great. I, yeah, and and I pulled uh, and I pulled like one or two every morning for myself, just as a little <laughs> guidance for the day. Right, I love that practice. And uh, I pulled one the other day that just said leap. You know, mm-hmm. I said the universe want the universe wants you to go first. Mm-hmm. surrender just take the leap and once you take the leap because it's an inspired action you will be supported no matter what right so it, right it is such a huge force huge it force. is
1: it is and and it's so hard to trust that and then but we you know that's what it means to take that leap you know yeah that's wonderful so how can people find you gloria Yes,
0: so I hang out on Instagram a lot. I am uh, I am one of those people. My my DMs are always open. Please (laughs) reach out if you have any questions. You know, um, I don't charge you for a chat. (laughs) Definitely not one of those people. Absolutely, and I I have people reaching out to me all the time. So please know that I am very open to have to have this conversation. If you've listened to this podcast and that raised some questions for you, uh, please reach out. Absolutely. So. I am at Gloria Battini on Instagram. Otherwise you can go on my website, which is the selfmasterycoach.co.uk. Mm-hmm. and you can find there what I do and I do um, I do have one-to-one clients, but I created this beautiful membership for survivors where uh, you know, I have survivors actually supporting each other in this. They're all at different stages. You know, of you know, some of them are dealing with narcissistic parents, some of some is ex-husbands or ex-boyfriends or bosses, you know, different different stages and different experiences, but you have a space where you have people that actually understand what you're going through. Beautiful. Yeah. And I think that's so important because when you when often when you go to your friends and family and you tell them that you're being manipulated, they'll ask you, how can that happen? I don't understand it like what what did you say how can that be right Uh, yeah it's it's always about something that you did um so I really wanted to create a space like this where where you could just have somebody that was there listening and at the end of the conversation be like I get you I actually know exactly (laughs) what you've got
1: support is so important support is so 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 important so gloria battini thank you so much for being on self-talk today it's been a pleasure and thank you for
0: educating us thank you so much honestly thank you for this opportunity as as you said at the beginning like i'm literally a woman on a mission so (laughs) (laughs) thank you for giving me the opportunity to carry on this mission
1: (laughs) yeah great to have you thank you